Hello, Divine Souls, and welcome to The Divine Spiral, the podcast where we let spirit and intuition guide the conversation to wherever it's supposed to be for our highest good. My name's Michael Braden. And I'm Jordan Johnson. And if you are listening to this, I have a good feeling you're going through a lot of change right now. This episode, I mean, it's like currently when we're recording, it is August something. It's August 22nd, and a lot of planets have gone retrograde. There is just so many, I forget the exact number, and the height of it hasn't even happened yet. That's going to be the mid-September, October range. And I, I mean, Michael has shared all of his friends and family and all of his close loved ones, same for me. We're all going through so many changes, and a lot of people specifically are actually physically relocating and moving locations. And I've had a lot of experiences last year and this year about moving locations, but specifically some very divine symbols and messages from like my actual experiences and circumstances that really were perceived as like challenging and resistant and like an obstacle, but it was actually a big lesson and message. So I think that's what we're going to talk about today, um, Michael. Yeah, it's really about everything that we've been doing these past few weeks like we've both been making literally so many changes i know that our friends have also and it's just the overall energy of the collective that we're in uh physically moving making all these changes and it also just seems the time has become so wonky like it feels so long but so short time literally feels like it's extended but also compressed and it's just literally the most crazy time and so I know that the two of us have gone through a lot of similar situations because our lives always parallel each other. And so that's what we want to talk about today is just some of the stuff that we've been going through and the lessons that we've gathered from it. Yeah. And it all comes out of this thing. Um, we wrote this, well, Michael said this earlier on the phone. I was like, holy crap, that is literally what's happening right now. And it's just, it's the name of this episode. It's looking at perceived obstacles as a chance for growth and expansion. And I'm going to start this by, um, well, there's a lot of things I want to say that have like connected to me in this very moment, but I want to start this by sharing my experience that I've just gone through. So I have been going through a lot of car troubles recently, like a ton of them, and it's all relative to the same problem, um, but it's persistent and it's giving me the biggest headache. My car has been in the shop for like over a month now and it's been in and out. So it hasn't been there totally just sitting there and get it worked on. It's like they fix it. I drive it. Check engine light comes back on. I drive it back. I take it, next day, check engine light comes back on, I drive it back, etc. And it's been the most annoying thing ever. And it's a very perceived obstacle, yet um, today I made a lot of connections because I feel like this cycle of it going back into the shop and back out, and I feel like all of that has actually come to a close. So I'm just going to share this experience that I had. So basically... I went in for the first time because my car was started smoking white spoke. It couldn't idle right and etc. And I brought it in and they said, hey, Jordan, do you ever like just top off your gas to the top or something? And I was like, well, yeah. And, you know, knowing me, I'm like, I just get it to the 777 or the, the 555 gallon. Um, or I just top it off to get the extra little bit because I feel like it does something extra and I go an extra mile or two and I don't even know why I do it. But I do it and they're like oh yeah definitely don't do that because that's what's caused all these issues and I couldn't I'm not a car person so I can't sit here and tell you what those issues were but basically it caused a lot of issues they replaced a lot of parts I got the car back it actually drove normally again nothing was wrong with it a day later the second engine light comes back on so I was like okay so I take it back and they said okay well we found this so we fixed this I was like okay cool they took a day to fix it I got it back checking into like and on again I took it back and they found something else they fixed it I brought it back this time was a little bit different though this time I got it back, I had a feeling check engine light was going to come on again. 
but I they told me like it was okay if it did just to keep driving till the weekend so I didn't have like not a car and just to bring it back first thing in the, in the morning uh, on Monday or something. So I come driving in the car and um, I was looking at places to move to Jacksonville actually because it was calling to me for some reason. Um, I, it wasn't ever a thought in my mind until like all of a sudden it was. So uh, we looked at a lot of houses there and I drove to Jacksonville that day for the move, which again is going to tie into this whole thing with what we were just talking about, everyone moving, but also licking these obstacles as a chance for growth and expansion. I, on the way down there on the interstate, very randomly, my car instantly like, it's a light that came on I never heard of. It's called the EPC light. And basically it means that my car engine can't rev up past its, and it's the engine control unit and it can't rev past a certain RPM. So it makes it really dangerous actually to drive because you can't speed away to get away from cars. It's a very, very slow, gradual, like up to speed type of thing. Um, and I kept driving on it because I was literally in Jacksonville. I could not just like leave my car at a dealership. They said it was going to take two weeks for them to even look at it. I was like, oh no, I'm just going to drive back to Savannah. And so we did. Um, it was a risky biscuit, but we did. And um, that was like where it, oh, it, it really kind of shifted because this was in Jacksonville we're looking and now we're moving there. We've signed a lease and everything. And so... It's very interesting how that happened. So I brought it back to the Volkswagen dealership. Turned out to be like $3,000 worth of damages. And that freaked me out. I was like, okay, well, this reminds me of a story that happened last year. And last year, as I've said in another podcast episode, I do not know, remember which one, but I think it was the signs and synchronicities one because you get these signs and these messages through your current life experience and not necessarily just through numbers or just through a sign with words or something you get it through symbolism and that happens through your life experiences and so particularly with this last year i was driving down the road and i had this plan to move to san francisco with michael because we just wanted a drastic change i wanted a drastic change in my life i was like why not that's literally why i'm moving to jacksonville right now i was like why not and i just was like i was ready to start over just literally now come to think about it michael i literally am starting over right now again like, I'm ending my business that I've worked five to six years on, right? And this is what I was going to do when I moved to San Francisco. But last year, I was told it wasn't time. Because when I was driving to Atlanta for a wedding, my car engine quite literally dies at 1.11 p.m. It just shuts off on the interstate going 80 and would not crank again. It, it like, ruined the engine. It couldn't get repaired. They had to put a whole new engine in it. I scrapped the car, right? And so that was a message quite literally there to stop in your tracks and wait like you are not allowed to go you know like you cannot go right now you're not supported in going right now and I was like okay I'll heed the message it didn't affect me I was upset but like with all the extra finance I had to do with getting a new car and stuff I just can't even afford to go out there so I literally took it as a piece like a confirmation and gave me a lot of peace because of that like I was like okay it's it's okay this is what's for me this is what's for my highest good and so that's what it reminded me of this year when all this stuff happening. I was like, I keep having these check engine light things coming on right before I'm moving. What is it trying to tell me? And at first I thought, oh my God, it's telling me not to move to Jacksonville. You know, no, it's actually not. What this is really telling me, because after I took it back after that last damage from Jacksonville and stuff, and they fixed all these things, magically, money was a concern. Magically, a miracle happened. They waived all those fees. They said the warranty covered it, which I thought didn't cover it because they claimed I did it through like a rock hitting the bottom or something and it cracking the oil pan, but it, it wasn't me. So magically the warranty covered it and that kind of helped with the finances aspect. They fixed the issue. I got my car back 
and they I actually got to speak with a tech advisor about the issue and it literally says no faults like the whole thing with the check engine light they can't find anything else it, it keeps coming back on they can't find anything else and it came down to a fuel uh, fuel issue like the actual type of gasoline I was using for my car and now I'm wrapping up the story because I know there's a long story that no one wants to hear about freaking cars but Basically, the root of this was my little old symbolistic self decides to think about this very symbolically. I needed fuel to drive my car. You have to have fuel to drive your car. In order to get to a destination, you have to have fuel, right? You have to have some sort of motivation or drive to get you to your destination, to what would fulfill you ultimately. What's fulfilling when you drive is getting to where you want to go. You want to go to a friend's house? Well, it's not the drive that really matters so much as it is hanging out with a friend, right? And so I knew that it had some symbolism there. So when I began thinking about my own life and I began thinking about what I was doing, what was changing, about a month or two ago, uh, I started filming a bunch of weddings, way too many weddings that I should have ever took on. And it really, really drained me, like to the point where I am months behind now. And it's so draining for me to just think about it. And my business that I had of this film production company is literally just dying because there's no driving force behind me anymore. What once was fulfilling is no longer fulfilling. And this whole symbolism with my car that I feel like is finally wrapped up now has to do with what I'm using as fuel for fulfillment or what I am using as fuel to get to my destination. And this comes down to literally your purpose. Like I, I, I sent Michael something and I actually do want to read it. I'm being called to read it right now. I sent Michael something earlier today and it literally made me realize this is what's literally been missing, you know? And this thing says it's an Instagram post and it says, remember, no object, not a therapist, guru, new friend, book, method, tool, technique, routine, or substance can bring you out of suffering and into peace. We suffer when we seek identity, purpose, well-being, or satisfaction in the material world. We find peace when we see seeking. If you've experienced peace and are giving credit to any external agent, or if someone is taking credit, you are crediting the wrong thing. And that literally just makes me think, like, I didn't have that purpose. And so this is another as visuals. Yeah, part of the aspects of that business was very fulfilling, fulfilling for me because I do love the business operations. But also the work I was doing for the weddings and stuff was very, very draining of my energy. And I ran out of fuel. I no longer had quality fuel to drive my life forward anymore. And with this whole change of me moving to Jacksonville, I'm finishing up these weddings. I'm closing a chapter of this Melrose Visuals life of mine. And I'm literally moving into my purpose. I have been so called to do exactly what Michael did in San Francisco and quit his job and go full time in his purpose. And that is exactly what I'm being called to do. And I realized through this whole car symbolism is that my life is literally being changed and I'm getting a new higher quality fuel that's going to drive my engine forward in my life, you know. And this obstacle that I literally perceived it as an obstacle was literally the greatest the greatest force of my own expansion like it literally would help me expand so much in my life of fulfillment and my life of purpose spiritually evolve and grow there's so much opportunity that's going to come from it by just resetting the clock you know and i'm sorry i took so i i, I literally talked so long michael i'm so sorry so anyway what do you have to say to that michael because that's pretty much my whole story well, I think that there's a lot that we can really dive into and unpack with that because this really goes into every area of life, whether you're going to perceive something as an obstacle or perceive something as a learning opportunity or an opportunity for growth and healing. And I think that that's really at the core of what we wanted to talk about all of this and the core of 
what it is that you found with all of this is a lot of events happen to us throughout our lives and it really is our perception of it that changes how we react to it and as you were saying all of that we use this like online voice recorder to record right now because we don't have microphones or anything yet but there's an add-on here and it says like images music and editing tools in one plan but my my eyes just went to the in one plan like we have a plan for our lives already set up for us we can choose whether we want to go through with it or not but there is a plan for our highest good already laid out for us before we even come to this earth and obstacles happen that are outside of our control to keep us on the path for our highest good and that's really where perception and mindset comes into it because a lot of things happen sometimes and it is very easy for our minds to immediately go to oh that was very bad that didn't go as planned that's not what i thought would happen i don't understand why this is happening why is this happening to me bad things always happen to me and you can really just spiral from there but what we've learned over the past few years is really just the more that you give up control and the more that you surrender to everything that happens you're able to see the opportunity in everything and that's actually one of the affirmations that i've been telling myself recently is i see opportunity everywhere i see chances everywhere like i see lessons in everything because everything is lessons and i truly believe that everything happens for a reason i believe it all happens for a divine reason and uh, it really is as simple as switching your mindset to um from why is this happening to me to what is this trying to show me and what is this trying to do for me and i think that that's what you were able to do with the whole car thing um you know it would be very easy for you to be like man you know this car it's a lemon it sucks like there's nothing going on with it like it's always going on like there's always something bad happening but you said no it's happening for a reason it's continuing to happen in my life you know i might as well look at it from a new perspective and you did and you know you see all the lessons that you got from it well it literally no it literally made me so mad at first like it was not an easy thing like at first like it was frustrating me so much it wasn't until the third time i was just like okay 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 it's like oh my god was it was it you that told me this meme or something? It was like when the universe just throws you stuff and you're just like so chill with it. And it's just like at that point, like that was just like so frustrated. And then all of a sudden I was like, you know what? This can only be happening for a reason that I can't see. And it's probably showing me something symbolically at the minimum. And it's like, it's just funny at this point, you know? And the moment I changed my attitude about it, the people at Volkswagen changed their attitude about it. Like all the energy surrounding it changed, you know? Even the free stuff, like even attracting this this three thousand dollars off service type of thing like you know it, it's changing that perspective but i know at first it made me very frustrated like sometimes when you're in obstacles man you think it is like so challenging well you feel like it is so challenging because quite frankly it probably could be or it's very annoying or it's very frustrating or you just want it to be done or you just want it to be over you just want it to be fixed but not all the times can it work like that so at what point can you stop and say okay instead of being frustrated out of this why don't i look at this as what it's trying to show me like what is it trying to teach me what is it trying to tell me because everything in your life is just a message for something it's symbolic or it's a message and if you start looking at these obstacles in your mind if you stop looking at them as obstacles and start looking at them as maybe a area where you could grow in or grow from you know you will literally just expand your whole life 
from a very spiritual perspective too, which spirituality is such a high vibration. And now I'm being called to read this thing next to me on this book that, you know, it's this little verse notebook that my fiance got me one time. And it's like really Christian and really like, you know, Bible verses in it. But God, there's something to be said every time I flip open this book for this podcast. This this verse is Hebrews 11, 1. And it says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And I was literally just talking about, well, when I said substance in that, that thing I read from that text, which I thought was crazy, but it's like faith of the things you're hoping for. You're hoping for this obstacle, this perceived obstacle to, you know, be gone or to be fixed or to evolve or whatever. But the evidence is what's not really seen in your physical reality. And that is where the phrase like walk by faith, not by sight comes into it. Um, because it really is, you have to have faith that everything that's happening is happening for the right reason. Because if you wait until you see physical evidence of that, like you may never see that. And, you know, we talk about this concept, like it's a very simple mind switch to do, but you know, this is a practice that has taken a long time to get to. And the more that you practice it, the more uh, that you're able to do it. And just the easier that it comes to you. And it really is just those simple mind shifts of detaching from whatever situation is going on. You know, there are a lot of parallels between this the external environment that's going on in our internal structures with our emotions and everything. But it really is about detaching from whatever situation is going on because when you're in the middle of something and you're involved in it energetically and emotionally, you're not able to look at things clearly because you're involved with it. It's the same thing as if your friend is in a bad relationship and they come to you and they are complaining about their boyfriend or girlfriend or whoever um it's very easy for you to look at it from the outside and say we'll break up the, with them why are you with them it's not working but on the flip side if you're the one in that situation and things aren't working and you're venting to your friend about it your friend is going to easier be able to say why don't you break up with them it's not working but sometimes i know in my past experiences my automatic response was no i can't do that like it's going to work because I had emotions involved in it. I had energy involved with it. And that really just shows when you're in the middle of something, you can't think clearly and objectively with it because you're attached to a certain outcome at a very subconscious level. So it really is about detaching from whatever's going on, whether that's a thought or an emotion or an event in the case of this car breaking down and having all these issues, really detaching from it because you're looking at it from an outside perspective at that point. And that's when you're able to look at something objectively. So something that you could totally practice in your day-to-day -day life is whenever something would happen that would normally upset you or something happens and your mind goes to, oh, why is this happening to me? This always happens to me. Bad things always happen to me. Like, whatever. Like, catching yourself in these thoughts whenever they happen is really, really important. And, like, detaching from everything and being able to look at everything from an outside higher perspective and once you do that once you recognize you do not have to be as involved in these situations as what you think you do that's when you're really better able to look at what they're um, what they're saying and what they're trying to tell you once you no longer have that insane energy and emotion 
attached to a particular outcome that you wanted to have happen. Yeah, and it makes me think of what you're just saying is like when you're in it, the truth of the matter is, is you can't hear your intuition because you might have that logic and that I'm in the material world mindset takeover and you're trying to get through it logically. But your intuition is screaming at you because hypo, not even hypo, no, because what if, what if that what was happening in your life was literally trying to guide your life in another way? What if what was happening was only a mirror for your internal world for to put you on a different track or the right track or whatever, right? You can't hear that inner voice, that inner whisper. Michael, you said something to me the other day and it stuck with me ever since. And you said, at first, the universe will whisper to you. And then after that, it will scream to you. And it makes me think of this example of my car and stuff. At first, it was whispering the little hints about, you know, go take the car and blah, blah, blah. But then it became such a big deal that it literally uprooted my life because at that point, it was screaming to me, hey, stop Melrose Visual. Stop this company that you're not really fulfilled with. Totally break off from all your income and move and start over and go into your purpose you know it started screaming that because i didn't hear the little messages i was receiving before that about all all of it you know and so at, at some point when you're stuck into it you're not able to literally hear your intuition and you're thinking with your logical mind now your logical mind does exist for a very divine reason your logical mind is there for a reason but your logical mind is supposed to become in balance with your intuition and how do you do that well your your logic is supposed to support your intuition. You get these intuitive insights. You stop thinking about your obstacle as something very logical and you start thinking about it very internally. Like you really start trying to find that mirror because even mirrors are everywhere around you. Michael said that in an episode, like mirrors are everywhere around you. Look at the mirrors at some point because everything happens for a reason. And some obstacle you may be going to may be just a mirror for your inner self and where to guide your life, like I said. And so your intuition is trying to tell you this. It's trying to tell you its message right and then once you get that message from your intuition you then use your logic to know how to carry out your intuitive insight right so my for example in my car scenario my intuition was telling me this symbolic thing about gasoline and you know the whispers of like fuel and passion and drive because i'm a very driven person by heart by nature i'm very driven at things i'm very passionate about and areas i feel i have a purpose in. i'm very driven but when I've lost that drive and I've lost that fuel and I feel drained, that intuitive insight was telling me, hey, weddings are draining you. Hey, Melody's Visuals is draining you. You're not really that fulfilled as you could be, but I know something that is. And that is, you know, the uh, spiritual stuff, the really putting myself out there and helping people heal and connect to themselves and uncover deeper truths about themselves so that they can live a life of empowerment and of light, right? And to do that, I then had to use my logical brain. Okay, I've got my intuitive insight. I need to go on the spiritual journey, but now I need to utilize my logic on how do I make this happen, support myself financially, but also do what I want to do fulfillment-wise and use my intuition and my logic to balance how I'm going to attract the money and stay fulfilled and carry out my purpose without resulting back to my old ways. And I think it's very important to, to recognize in yourself when you can't even hear your own intuition. And I think it's also important uh, to recognize when you are listening to your intuition, but you're not doing what it's telling you to. So uh, that brings me back to what we both went through the same thing because um, we we're like literally like the same person, like the same stuff happens in both of our lives, just at different times. 
So uh, relating back to your car incident and everything, that's a physical manifestation of what was going on in your interior world. Because I know that we've been talking about this for a few weeks. You talking about um, being unfulfilled with the job and wanting to do what ignites you, which is spirituality and stepping into your purpose with healing. And since I'm looking at it from an outside perspective, I'm like, oh, okay, like quit your job, you know, like go into what it is that you want to do. You created this one business. You can do another business. And you even said... I know what it's trying to tell me to do. Like, I know what I'm supposed to do, but I, like, you were either scared or something else was going on to where you, like, didn't want to make the job. And then that ties back into where I was a few months before that when I was working at the job that I was getting completely and totally drained from, even though for the past few months I had been getting the message that I'm supposed to leave and it served its purpose. I know that I want to uh, step into the role of healer and start doing that for a job and for money and everything. But if we don't listen to the intuition whenever it's nudging us and whispering to us, it's going to scream at us. And in your case, it was your car breaking down in order to like really get and like understand the lesson. So that's, you know, just another example of how our interior world really does impact our exterior world. Um, and the same thing with me with my job, like each day continued to get harder and harder and harder. And I hated waking up like more and more each day because we're continuing to put ourselves in a situation that we don't want to be at. And the only person who's keeping us stuck there is us. And that's because of our perceived difficulties and the perceived obstacles that are coming from everything. We could say, Oh, why is the car breaking down? Why is work being so bad? Whatever. Or we could say, you know, I've been getting the urge to do this for the past who knows how many weeks and I haven't done it. Maybe if I listen to myself, things will get a whole lot easier for me. And we did that. And so far, things have gotten, well, easy might not be the right word, but they have gotten a lot better. <laughs> literally, though, if like literally if you're unhappy, what the heck are you waiting on? Like you are the only person who can make yourself happy. You are the only one who can implement that change. You are the only person who can go full force ahead into getting and attracting what you want. If you want something to change, you don't like something, you don't like where you live, you don't like blah, 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 blah. You can give yourself a million reasons of why you can't have what you want right then and there. But I promise you at the end of the day, every single thing in your life is a choice everything and i want you to really sit with that because everything in your life is a choice you might not like how to achieve something because of a choice you have to make but it's still a choice and it's still an option available to you it's at what point are you ready because it starts as a whisper then it'll be a scream if you're meant to do something you're not doing it the universe is going to do it for you and that might be very abrupt and very abrasive and very challenging as if you just did it yourself when you got that whisper initially. And it really is about the process of trusting yourself and really allowing yourself to know when you're getting these messages and to know that it's your intuition speaking and it's the divine guidance leading you to your highest path. Um, really just about trusting yourself and allowing all of that to happen because... One of my new favorite sayings that I say so many times a day is the only person telling you no is yourself. There are a lot of perceived obstacles in which other people tell you no, whether that's you're applying to other jobs or you're like looking for a particular loan or you're looking for a particular car or something and like no keeps coming up. But the only person not allowing you to find a way to get what you want is you. The only person 
keeping you stuck in your old life, not allowing yourself to move into where you want to be is you. Now, it, and that's where Walk by Faith, Not by Sight comes in because there are so many greater powers at play than this physical 3D reality that we can see. Like we can think that everything here is all that there is. We can see everything working against us, but we can't see everything working towards us that's literally shifting the reality to make sure that we get what we want. And it really is walking by faith, not by sight. That's what I've been doing these past few months, building my services up and building and figuring everything out exactly what it is that I want to do, what it is that I want to offer, and how exactly to go about it. Now, if I was walking by sight instead of faith, I would have quit literally the day that I started because I would have been like, oh, I'm putting this work into it. I don't have any clients. Boo, what's going on? This isn't working. This is stupid. I knew I should have done it. No. It's going to take time. Like, it's going to be a little bit. And that's really where the faith part comes in. Because in our current society, you know, we want everything right now. We want to apply it to a job and we want it right now. We, we, like, want everything right now. And it's just really pushed us away from, you know, like, recognizing that there is more to life than just getting everything you want right now and then being totally content with it. Like, this has been like a months-long process for me, and it is still in the process. We are never, like, at the goal. There, like, is never just, like, one end goal that we go to because there's so much more coming up after that. It really is just about allowing yourself to trust yourself and to listen to your intuition. And like you said earlier, you may know where you want to go, but you may not know how to get there. And in my case, um, and I'm sure that it's with you too, Jordan, it's you have the goal in mind, you know where it is you want to go, but you don't know how to get there. But you, a step is presented to you. A step is presented to you, not the step that you think it would be, not the path that you think it would be, but you see that step. It's up to you to take that step, and you're not going to see step number two until you take step number one. If you're waiting to see the entire path of how to get to your goal before you start, you will never start. You will never get there because that is not how it works. It comes in phases. It's literally like a treasure map, like a literally like a scavenger hunt or something like that, where you get one clue and it takes you to another clue and it takes you to another clue. Like you get these steps and your only job is to take the step. It's not to figure out what the step is. It's not to figure out what the path is. And it's not to figure out your perceived path of how to get there and cling to that and say, I know how it's doing. I'm not going to allow anything else to come in because if I do this, 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 and this, and I'm going to get here and it's going to be all great and I'm going to be all happy. No, that's control. That is not surrendering. That is saying, you know better than all the other forces at play here. It's just about allowing yourself to do your job, which is visualize what you want. This is literally manifestation. Visualize what it is that you want. Do not focus on the path of how to get there. And be open and trust your intuition that when you see that first step, you take it. And when you take it, step number two is going to come right behind it. It's literally the fool's journey in tarot. And I'm going to paint a pretty picture for you. The fool card in the Light Seer's tarot deck is this lady wearing yellow. Yellow is that solar plexus confidence energy. She is leaning backwards off of a cliff with amethyst in her left hand leading the fall off a cliff. Now, what she cannot see is all of these spiritual energies embracing her fall, holding her up. 
right? She sees that step she has to take is to take that leap of faith off of something, off of something that is comfortable to you, that you think is grounding you, that you think is supporting you, that you think even that's where you're supposed to be. And spirit tells you to do something freaking crazy, like jump off a cliff, right? And I'm not saying I do not condone you jumping off a cliff, but this is very symbolic is you jump off a cliff into the unknown when you're asked to make a major change in your life. You jump off that cliff because what you cannot see is all the forces of spirit behind you. And what you cannot see is that your intuition is the thing that told you that because amethyst is the intuitive stone. It connects you to the unseen and the third eye and the higher knowing and higher seeing, the higher perspective of everything. You gracefully fall. In her right hand is this wand. Wands represent spirituality. They represent passion. You follow your passionate embrace of your intuition and you make the leap and you make the jump and you watch spirit. You watch spirit catch you and literally the flower of life, right? And so after the fool comes the magician. The magician card is the next, the next card because the magician says, I have all the tools and resources to make it. You jumped and you don't know where this fall is going to land you. You do not know where you're going to end up. You do not know that journey after that point. You just jump because you were told to jump. You don't need to know the rest because the next card is the magician. You wouldn't have been told to jump by your intuition and your higher self and or your spirit guides if you wouldn't have the resources and tools to make it. You're never led astray. Everything in your life happens for a reason. Start recognizing that maybe something in your life is actually how it's supposed to happen. And you make that fall and you know that you make that jump and you know that you have all the tools and resources to manifest and create anything you want and bring into your reality. That is the magician card. I have all elements of the earth to create the next thing and to get on with my journey. And then after that's the high priestess. Why? Because you use your intuition to guide your logical steps forward again, right? You, It's your intuition. Your intuition is constantly telling you messages. And the only person who can make that first step is yourself. You, the guys, there is no other way to do it than to just do it. I've done this countless of times. I have been basically trained by my spirit guides to trust my intuition. I've made drastic life-altering changes at the whim and a blink of an eye without even thinking twice. It has taught me how to obey God, my higher self, my spirit guides to take those leaps of faith and drastically change my life. And I can guarantee you, speaking from experience, it has only been for the better. It has always improved my life drastically. The bigger the leap, the bigger the risk, the bigger the reward. Is that not the saying? So take the leap of faith if you're called to it. Let your intuition guide you because what you cannot see is spirit's embrace. You cannot see that spirit's the one that told you to do that. Stop staying stuck in this material world and thinking all that exists is the cliff or the computer beside you or whatever. It's so much more than that. And spirit is always guiding you. And if you jump, it will always catch you. And yeah, the thought of doing this is scary. Like it's literally terrifying to leave what you know, to leave what you've worked years on, to leave what is comfortable and do something where you literally don't even know what's going to happen the next day. Like we understand that it is scary. And that's why the universe has to scream at us sometimes because it's trying to tell us it's going to be okay. Like, trust me, trust me, trust me. But there's a lot of resistance that comes up with us of like, well, I don't know how it can work. I can't logically understand this. Therefore, I cannot accept that it is true. And this reminds me of literally just what happened to me the other day when I told my parents I was moving to Jacksonville. People, people will teach you and tell you all the time. It's like, oh, walk by faith, walk by faith. Just trust, just trust in God, whatever. Especially really religious people. But yeah, they don't do it themselves because I get frowned upon when I make giant leaps of faith with no plan. <laughs> I get like 
oh my gosh, you just signed a car and you don't even know how you're going to pay for it yet. Or, oh my gosh, you're quitting your job and all sources of income and you don't even know what you're doing without a plan. That's crazy. Some people can't fathom that reality of attracting what you want and actually living a life that is a daring, adventurous life, but also one that quite literally is being told to everyone by spirit, especially those on a spiritual journey, you're always being told, trust your intuition and follow your intuition and follow your heart and you will not be led astray. That's literally the message every single person gets in their intuitive walk, basically, is what I'm going to say. And to obey that and to know that spirit is the one guiding you, you are supposed to trust it. You are supposed to follow it blindly. You are literally supposed to follow your higher self why do we feel like in society we have to follow what's literally in front of us and the beat of the path of money and making sure I can financially afford it and blah, blah, blah. What if hypothetically we're going into a time, I keep saying hypothetically, it's not even hypo hypothetical, it's because it's real. What if we are going into a time where we are no longer led by our ego and we are actually led by spirit for the first time in our lives? And that's exactly what we were talking about before we started recording this is like what exactly is going to be uh, contained within the new earth and all these shifts and everything that we're moving into. And what you brought up was a really good point. Like, I feel that a lot of people under like understand these concepts to a certain level, like they logically know what they mean, but it's that physical body action step to actually implement it to fully understand what these lessons mean because there have been so many times where i'll hear a quote or something and i'll be like okay yeah you know that's really good and i understand that but it's not until like way later that i read it again and i'm like oh that's what it means there are many many layers to everything and uh, talking about the current earth that we're in and the new earth that we're going to be moving into like it really is a radical idea to walk by faith to trust yourself to listen to your intuition because in the current society we're taught to listen to everyone except ourselves to listen to the president political leaders doctors teachers police officers like we're supposed to listen and obey what everybody else tells us to do instead of ourselves and i think that that's also a reason a lot of people aren't able to trust themselves because we've been conditioned our whole lives that essentially we shouldn't think for ourselves. We don't know what's best for us. Trust these other people who are in positions of powers whose job it is to protect us. And so if you or been... rely on those other people's or other forces. Oh, you yeah. Know? Because, like, you know, if you've been spending your whole life doing just that, and then, you know, you're hearing someone talk about trust yourself, like a completely different concept from everything that's been going on, like, yeah, that is completely revolutionary and life changing and like so different from everything. But that's exactly what spirituality is. That's exactly what this new earth energy is. That's exactly what the truth is is the complete opposite of everything that we have been told. And I think more and more people are coming to this as time is moving on and there's more energy and more light entering the earth. And it really just is that process of unlearning everything that you've learned and really saying, okay, I have been told this and I've been living with this certain agreement. Look at it objectively again, detach from it, step away from it and say, is this actually what I believe or is this just what I've been told and I've never thought that there is another way because trust me, there is always another way. And that's even exactly how you get what you want too, you know? It's literally how you get what you want but society is literally telling you, no, get a job, get money, have consistent income, you don't get a mortgage loan unless you have a job, blah, blah, blah. But yet 
<laughs> but yet this is exactly how you get what you want and at a rapid speed it's a lot quicker than going about it the logical way because you're following your intuition your intuition always wants what's higher for you it wants what's more fulfilling better and higher evolved whatever it wants the best the, the best for you don't listen to society or a book or the government of, of telling you to do something if it doesn't resonate with your soul if your soul and intuition doesn't speak it for you then you need to go a different path because it's going to be more fulfilling you're going to have what you want quicker etc and you know i'm literally getting feelings of me listening back to this episode and every episode i've listened back to i've gotten so much help from my literal own self and from michael in different ways every time and the last one was really profound but i'm literally feeling myself listening to this in the future on my drive to jacksonville florida when I, with in a U-Haul, which I'm excited to drive, in the U-Haul, I will, I'm literally listening to this, and it's helping me so much because, guys, you will have anxiety creep up. You are not going. You're you're not God. You're you're not immortal. You you literally will have anxiety creep up. You are human. It is different. It is against the grain, but it's literally so much more fruitful. I think that's the best word for this. When you follow yourself and only rely on yourself to get what you want, instead of the actual physical ways of getting it because if you have this perceived notion in your head of how to do something and there's only one way to do it and i gotta do point a to point b point c that's the age of pisces we're coming out of that we're into the age of aquarius and it's no longer a logical this is how i get from point a to point b it's more so there are so many options so i need to use my intuition for what's the best way for me because i i, I know i'm gonna listen to this i know i'm gonna have anxiety creep up like oh my gosh i'm doing it no income what do i do i need to focus on my business i need to focus on spiritual business i need to do something to make money or I should just relax, gain that peace, and know that there is a flower of life beneath me and carrying me into this beautiful oasis within my soul, you know? And it's, it's, it's this trust within yourself. Don't trust something outside of yourself because you are the only solution. You have all the answers within yourself. And yeah, you're going to have anxiety. You're taking a leap of faith. You know what that means? You're going to have anxiety. You're going to have questions about what you're doing. I've questioned me moving to Jacksonville and me quitting this Mother's Visual things. You know, today I was literally have a, I was, I was telling Logan, I was like having so much anxiety about it. I was like, I'm having so much anxiety. Just, you know, am I really, just really what I'm supposed to do? Is this really right for me? How am I going to make the bills? How am I going to make the payments? How am I going to do this X, Y, Z? It's not for us to decide right now. That's in the future. Ground yourself in the present, knowing that you are guided to exactly where you are for a very divine reason and just see where you spiral from there and just because we say all this stuff you know like you said like all these emotions of anxiety and questions and what if like come up for us too like those have come up so many times for me over the past few months ever since i quit my job and moved back home to tennessee and just like all of this stuff like so many times where my bank account's like at zero and like there aren't any clients coming in and like whatever and i'm just like man you know is this really the right thing like i could just get out and get a job and like you know do whatever but it really and then you're tested exactly you're tested (laughs) you're tested and then what happens when you pass the test michael uh everything that you want and that you know is coming for you is coming for you because i got so many messages that um you know i was supposed to move back to tennessee because nothing was well Things were working in California, but everything kind of came to like a dead stop those last few months. Like just like my car, uh huh. <laughs> it wasn't because like every I had served everything in Cal- California served me all the reasons that it was supposed to. I got everything out there that I was supposed to, and again, all these situations, everything's temporary in life because we are supposed to 
get lessons from it. And then once we get those lessons, we're supposed to move on. And that's moving out of your comfort zone into something new to begin a new phase of life to get new lessons. But, you know, just all the um, feelings and calls to move back home. And then once I have moved back home, like I've gotten job opportunities that's not within my line of work, but it allows me to still work for myself, but like get paid and get money and uh, get everything on my own schedule instead of having to go and get tied down to a job on someone else's schedule and i'm sorry to get clients and i'm making connections and i'm making um all the right moves and i'm meeting all the right people and everything is coming into play now it took months to get here and we're still not you know at the end goal here because like i said there is no end goal but what's still, the end goal yeah literally there, yeah, there is know. no end goal but it's still not like the dream reality though it, it is a dream reality but this isn't the end and that's where you're walking by faith not by sight it's a and process it's all a process it's a journey and that's why our job is to cling to what we want because if we don't cling to that end goal we get lost in the journey which isn't even ours to really understand and we have to cling to the end goal cling to what we want and everything that comes along we will see what is aligned with it and what isn't aligned with that's your intuition. It comes in place so much right there. It is. Life is the journey, and your intuition is how you navigate the journey. And then the more that you use it, the easier that it gets to listen to, and then the more opportunities that you see head in the right direction that you want, the more of those opportunities that come. And so, don't if you know if you're taking all this advice or if you're listening to other stuff and they were telling you to do all this stuff and you've taken the leap and you're doing all the work. You're like doing everything that you know to do. You're getting all the messages and everything, but you're not seeing it yet. Like do not get discouraged and don't stop because, Oh yeah, there's a new coffee shop here that I went in today. They have a fantastic sign on there. It says, don't stop before the miracle happens. Literally like the moral of all of this, do not stop until you get what you want? Because if you stop, you're not going to get what you want because it's on perfect divine timing, not on our timing. And it's literally what I was saying earlier. You're going to be tested. The universe is wanting to make sure you're following your highest path. And it's going to throw these tests at you. Michael moved and he's going to, I want him to really share on this. He moved and there is a lot of tests. But the moment he passed the test, what came? A miracle, a blessing. He got a client who doesn't even live in Tennessee, which blows my mind, you know. And it's a it's his first like actual actual client i think that's so amazing because he followed his intuition i really like i remember like help like coaching him in that process because i quit my job a long time ago i was called to quit the barista job i had and i quit it but i had no clients for like six months i had no money coming in mid-lease and stuff and that's actually good that i recalled that just now because i literally totally forgot about that that that's one of those major life changes i just did on a whim for my intuition but i did it and it was a test it was a test to see if i would listen I did. And the moment, my last day, I got so many clients filled up. It was ridiculous. And I was just like dumbfounded. You know, you're going to be tested. You stay persistent with your intuition. And I'm sure that spirit will guide you. Your intuition will guide you exactly where you're supposed to do to get that wish fulfillment. And all that you have to do is give up your perceived control in the situation allow whatever happens to happen truly go with the flow allow everything to happen for you and get out of the mindset of it is happening against you and uh, have the faith 
have the trust, know where you're going, and know that nothing is going to stop you from getting there, and don't stop until the miracle happens. Exactly. Exactly. And I do, I feel like that is like the perfect, the perfect stopping point. And I was called even before this episode began to draw this card, get a random card from this deck. It's called Spirit, uh, the, the, Spirit of the Animals Oracle. And um, I drew this card and I'm going to read it because I, I haven't read it yet, but I have this feeling because it's the loon card and it says intuitive on it. So here's what this card says. It says, listen to the song in your soul. Trust your intuition as you have a way of knowing. Emerge from the busy life and seek more solitude. Recognize that you are unique and that you are loved. It's literally be the rune. Be that peaceful, graceful energy because that's how you're going to get your intuitive insights. If you feel like you're overworked, over busy, getting burnt out, you know, your mind's racing, you need to calm it so you can actually hear yourself. Actually hear yourself and listen to it. So you know what to do. So you know how to get everything you want, you know? Exactly. All the answers are within you and all that you have to do is listen to yourself. But again, you can't do that if you constantly have so many distractions. So that's why meditation is important or spending time alone is important. It actually reminds me of this book that I had for nearly a year that I've been, again, my intuition has been leading me to it, but I have not been listening to it. So this is, it's screaming now telling me to read it. It's called The Art of Solitude. I just know that there are a lot of good useful information in there that i need and that i want to be able to share on here but really just the art of spending time by yourself and all the beauty that comes with that so the um spending time by yourself is the best way to tap into your intuition once you're able to silence everything that isn't you that's when you're really going to be able to listen to yourself and guys like i was saying earlier it, it just trust yourself do one small thing that your intuition tells you to and just watch what happens. It's a process to build that trust and that obedience. It took a lot for me to just say if one day I can actually just quit my job and not have any income and it'd be okay. It took a lot of experiences for me to get to that point to be able to do that. But you are capable of doing that and you should do exactly that. I'm not saying quit your job. I'm saying follow your intuition blindly no matter what your logical brain thinks of it, because I guarantee you it's leading you to something so much better than your logic can even see. And even your physical self can see, because again, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And that's that's it, guys. Like, trust yourself. Just have those small experiences. The best way to practice this, just like Dorian said, take a small step of faith that your intuition is guiding you to see how that plays out, and then take another one. Practice makes perfect. The more you do it, the easier it becomes. So if you've been getting the urge to do something recently, go out and do it. So with that, we are sending you all so much love and life. Thank you so much for being a part of us. And thank you for spiraling with us. And until next time, keep spiraling.